Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. Hello everyone. Uh, back to an episode of uh, EGS UK. Uh, this particular uh, recording is for the SEO for Enterprise series and we're really honoured and uh, happy to be speaking with Christopher from Impact Extend who's joined us all the way from uh, Denmark and is the lead SEO consultant. But I'd actually like Christopher to uh, say hello. Hi Christopher, how are you? Hello, I'm, I'm fine, Kamal. It's great to be here. Beautiful. We really do appreciate your time today. Um, and we, you know, we've looked into uh, some of the articles and some of the topic and the work that you've been involved with. Um, so, uh, Christopher, actually tell us a little bit more about yourself or uh, our listeners who may not know you. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm working at a digital agency called uh, Impact Extent, as you mentioned, which is part of a large group impact, 400 people doing big platform projects. Uh, and of course, also working with uh, with all the digital disciplines, uh, working on the marketing channels like uh, paid traffic, organic, social, etc. Uh, and I'm the I'm the lead SEO at, at Impact Extent, um, working working both with uh, omni, big omnichannel players and also with B two B companies. So, you know, every case is different, but. Uh, there are always insights that you can share across uh, customers. Um, so yeah, I'm learning a lot about SEO, even though I've been in the game for 15 years now. Uh, I'm still learning a lot about SEO from, from all the new cases. And in a, in a changing space, tell us a little bit more about yourself, Christopher. So uh, 15 years in SEO, I think it's a few years now at Impact Extend, yeah? Yeah, this is my, I've been there for four years now. Uh, in the agency world, for for for, uh, I had two years prior experience at Group M, and and before then I had my did my own business, had my own uh, web shop, and you can say I, I learned everything from the from the ground up there. And uh, but SEO was really the thing which uh, stuck with me. That was really you can say that was the, that was the cross field of of my skills. Um, so so it's really a, a discipline I've I've been honing for. For many years now, uh, and, and and it's it's such a big topic, right? It's, it's, it's there's so much going on, and, and and so much to so much to learn and and, and test. Um, but you stood out in particular around winning customers with uh, 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 customer journeys, yeah. Uh, in particular with Google, is that right, Christopher? That is, uh, yeah, that is correct. This is a um, yeah a framework I've been working on for some years now. And this is just now an, an integrated uh, part of the analysis that we're that we're doing for for clients, and uh, yeah, and I'm of course trying to get out with the message that there are there are better ways of uh, of working with data and insights than than the ones that we are traditionally using. So, if I was to ask you, like, um, for our listeners, I've read a couple of your blogs and articles and been following you. But if I was to actually ask you to tell our listeners what you actually uh, want to share around customer journey mapping and Google, because this is something you've put together after working with lots and lots of projects and ideas. Yep, correct. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, it, you know, all solutions they start with a challenge, uh, and and customer journey mapping is definitely my my answer to to the challenge of SEOs working with, you know, very big analysis in silos with delivery times of uh, weeks for clients who actually need to have more 
a more agile agile approach to uh, to uh, to SEO as part of marketing. Um, so so instead of doing these big you know big Excel analysis, uh, I've, I've 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 come I've worked on a process in, so we in order of you know in in a matter of hours or, or a few days we can actually bring out the data that marketing needs in order to execute, uh, in order for SEO to be part of a, a marketing campaign, you know, a, 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 a Q3 target of selling more of this product, uh, et cetera. So, um, so, this is, um, so this is where I am with, with customer journey mapping. Um, and, you know, in a minute, I would like to go into, you know, I have some, I brought some slides with me just to present it. So, because it is a very visual approach to working with, with SEO, it's a very, it's a very fun way to work with SEO. Uh, you know, I, I like visualizations. Um, I mean, yeah, they, please, uh, please share your screen and uh, uh, tell us more. Uh, you know about why we should be looking at this journey mapping with Google in particular. I guess so. Yeah, uh, share your screen and let's talk through the slides for our listeners. Sure. Thing. So uh, yeah, so what we have here is you know there are many there are many ways of of of, uh, of modeling a, a customer journey. Uh, I've I've used uh, the, the basic uh, AIDA model, you know, awareness, interest, desire, action, and uh, and then loyalty at the end, you know, the, the post-purchase um, part stage, and uh, and uh, so basically, you know, every stage has a different intent from a user. Uh, so if we have a, a if we have a, a typical persona who is who has a problem? Uh, you know, they'll they'll start from the, from the, from the left side. Uh, you know, they know that they they have a need of some sort, and the further they go down the funnel to the right, the more because the more educated they will be about what they need, and in the end they will they will take an action and and when they have the product in their hand or or or, or whatever it is that that should be the action, then they have some questions uh, afterwards. All right, so this is you know this is a classic model. Uh, of course, this is just a this is just a, a, a pro, uh, this is just a way for us to have a mental model about what what the customer is going through. I mean, of course, in in real life, it will be much more complicated. They will go back and forth. There will be like if you buy a car, there will be like nine hundred digital touch points on on Google, right? A customer journey is just a way for us to think of a of a simplified way of understanding the uh, the prospects. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's, it's just what Google calls the messy middle, right? That there are so many questions around education of uh, of, of a solution that 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 you need to be everywhere, right? Where the user is, um, and uh, and and you need to, of course, every time that you provide something for them, you need to lead them further down the the funnel. Yeah. So 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 what I did here, Kamal, is basically saying. I try to, you know, I try to understand a, a user of yours. I might be wrong, but, uh, but let's see. So it's maybe, you know, the, the the journey for one of your prospects will probably start with something like we need to be better at segmenting, right? I mean, they have a, a, a question where they're actually going from, they've they've had some issues, uh, they, they've had some challenges with their, with their numbers in the past, and they need to understand, okay, we have to be better at segmenting. And, and uh, the next intent, is something like okay, what what exists of customer segmentation models, for instance, that could be something which they would look into, and when they know more about the topic, they might go into something about psychographic segmentation for you know insert a, a, an industry, or and then in the end they will actually know okay, 
you know, I, I met Segmentify X times on my on my user uh, journey. So I'm actually going to look more into Segmentify's uh, product and, and going to book a, a demo. And when they have booked the demo and they signed up uh, for a trial, you know, they might have additional questions to the product, like, you know, how to add new new users, right? So these are just like main intense, main intense in, in every stage. Um, does it, uh, does it make sense? Yes, for sure. So, you know, in particular nowadays, you know, you, you, you said you've been in the sales world in particular for a very long time and um, this intent, this journey itself has affected the sales cycles and the approach and the engagement and everything because uh, potential users of it, any of our solutions have the ability to go and do their research and start off and shortlist and actually mm -hmm. try and identify who can solve the problem that started the journey. So I do understand this part, Christopher. Um, but why, maybe a really obvious question, but um, why start off with Google? Like, are you, are you, is it to start off with Google? And, um, you know, on flipping it, Christopher, we can try and influence um, this a little bit as well if we were to go and have our own budget to, um, you know, kind of engage at a point along the journey is that right christopher you know so um yeah. google the uh starting place um and should we really be stepping in trying to influence this or can it happen more organically you know and should it happen more organically christopher mm. yeah i mean uh, you ask an excellent question right because this is also the the key reason why i'm using google is that that google is such a big part of the customer journey uh, of of you know you and me, you know, what are we going to do when we need something? We go on, we go on Google, right? Or we have a question about something, we go on, on Google. And, you know, it, it actually turns out that, you know, a lot of studies have been made about, you know, what are the different channels involved in a, in a, in a conversion. And I mean, no matter what industry you look at, it will be around, you know, 50 to 90% of the touch points before, uh, or, 50-90% of the touch points in a journey will be on Google, right? So, so it's it's a huge part of the journey. But of course, you need you need all the different channels in play. I mean, if if you want to activate, uh, if you want to activate somebody, you need to use uh, social, for instance, uh, uh, or or events or, or whatever, right? So, so it's all about uh, it's all about a play between the different channels. But what we what we can do in Google is that we have so much data both from Google itself and also from uh, different third-party tools, which we can use in order for us to map up uh, actually what are people asking about, what are, the, what are the pain points, and then we can map them into this, uh, this funnel. And uh, uh, what would be, you know, so we have five stages here um, in this example, the awareness stage. Um, so normally what we would, find you know the awareness is there's a requirement for something here where again whatever industry it might be so as the customer goes along you say bring in events um you know we i'm guessing keywords is a big part of it as well you know to get that desire to the action stage would that be the right kind of area looking at different parts from my view because at the end of the day i'm really interested to um 
be in front of this customer at that point from a very start. I'm a salesperson. I want to mm. get in there early um, and work along each stage of them. So what mm. could we be doing at each stage, Christopher, to um, help this visitor kind of not only find us, but find answers to the problems that they, they have? Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this leads me to to the next slide, which is actually just showing that 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 this is you know we understand if we understand these intents, we can go in and use Google's tools and use other uh, tools to actually say, okay, these are the keywords fitting into these different intents, and we can and we can then group them, and then we know from the grouping here, then we can we can get an understanding of what what uh, you know what are the what are the topics there they're going through what are the like the big talking points what are actually also smaller uh, touch points which we perhaps didn't have uh, in our in our content you know the typical content gaps but which but which can be very crucial in order to make sure that there is a that we build a bridge uh, between our our early uh, educational content and product pages or solution pages and um, so so this is actually the the whole idea behind Behind uh, customer journey mapping, that we can that we can actually identify the different keywords and we can group them. Um, you know, traditionally, when I when I came into SEO, uh, probably back in two thousand five, two thousand six, you know, it was all about unique keywords. It was all about creating pages which matched unique keywords. I mean, Google was not that smart at the time, so of course. Uh, SEOs used that. Uh, SEOs had to do what Google, what worked on Google. Uh, so what has happened in the meantime is that that, that Google is, is you know has become super smart. They've introduced uh, their um, they introduced Bird in 2019, which is their their, their understanding uh, of uh, of search, their understanding of what users want. They introduced this year uh, Mum, which is like. 1,000x uh, better than Bird in understanding the intent of the user. So you can you can actually search for something and uh, use the keywords. And and though the keywords, there's not one of those keywords in the content ranking first. Google just understands what it is that you want, right? So so this is this is also the reason why I, I couldn't do customer journey mapping in in 2017, um, but I, I can do it now, and and it and it works better. Than the, the traditional method of of looking uh, at SEO at a keyword level. I I, I remember launching a website in two thousand and four, Christopher, and uh, uh, you know from acquiring the domain and then trying to find the website and a few backlinks and the next thing you know I'm creeping up 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 and then we went into the keyword and it literally I'm watching myself rank to the top mm. as an amateur. You know, so and we know, you know, 2019 brought a lot of changes um, and actually also kind of bringing it back a little bit, Christopher. So, you know, I, as I mentioned, I read a couple of your uh, blogs and been following you for a while. You, we're talking a lot about data already and we're already uh, going into um, funneling our understanding. But you would also suggest that it's taking a step away from the data probably at this stage, I imagine, and getting sticky notes going and some more mapping to understand our side before we get into that. Is that right? Or which way round would be best to do that? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I in, in our agency, we have a UX department and they have their own 
they have their own separate room where they do brainstorming. And, and what I saw them doing was just throwing up sticky notes everywhere to, to brainstorm on things. And, and I actually adopted that practice to SEO. So, uh, you know, tradition, traditionally uh, us SEOs, we just sit with our Excel sheet and draw in data. And then we, uh, and then we crunch data in there and we present it also to clients and internally these data. Uh, you know, what, what works in this process much better is actually get two guys into a room open up your tools, draw a funnel on a whiteboard and start writing user intents or keywords on, uh, write keywords on sticky notes, put them up on the, on the whiteboard and, and, and you can, you know, you get them up there and you start grouping them. And, and only later you will go in and do a visualization. Uh, I mean, I, I just do a visualization in PowerPoint as I will show you in a, in a, in a minute. Um, and then suddenly I have, a, I, have, I have such an effective tool of communication, which can communicate outside the SEO uh, room, you can say, um, which everybody in marketing gets. And, and that's, you know, that's also part of the mission, you know, to, to break up the SEO silo and, 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 and feed marketers with, with SEO data. Also, like now bringing it back to where we are today, lots of changes, SEOs change. Um, but today's m market is very noisy. You know, every space there's new uh, people trying to find these solutions. So is it a fact of uh, customer journey uh, mapping with Google is quite well adopted already, Christopher? Or would you say, you know, it's still quite, a, you know, an early thing that is standard protocol in a lot of businesses? Or do you think it's, you know, being used a lot right now, Christopher? Well, I mean, my, my clients are adopting uh, the method uh, and I'm, I'm trying to, you know, to spread, spread the gospel of uh, better ways of doing SEO. You know, I've been doing that for a long time now, not only with customer journey mapping, but, you know, I, 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 I wasn't the first one to introduce pixel tracking on Google, you know, instead of keyword ranking, uh, you know, measuring in pixels instead of measuring in organic rankings, uh, but I, but I, you know, I, I was one at the forefront, um, so and I also introduced SEO sprints, which is like saying instead of do, having a long SEO to-do list, we work in sprints, just like marketing works with with the annual wheel. So I think journey mapping, journey mapping is just part of my mission to to make SEO more agile and to make it more uh, adaptable for for marketing. Um, so so. Um, so, so it you know it it is embraced by clients when they when they finally understand it. Um, for instance, I had a I had a webinar yesterday with Campaign, which is you know a Danish company, the the global marketing global market leader in uh, in uh, in playgrounds. And we we you know we we just every time that they need data, we just we just we just doing these customer journey maps. Uh, you know, sometimes I can get a request that. Uh, Hey, we're going to do this. Uh, we're thinking about doing this product launch. Could you bring in the SEO data uh, for this meeting we have in, uh, you know, in two days? Yep, and 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 we're sending them the data, right? So, so um, yeah, I, I sure. I, I hope that more people will will adopt it. And uh, you can never know if it's a standard, but it, it it works perfectly for for the clients that I'm that I'm working with. Uh, is there a, a next slide you have, Christopher, that you want to jump into? Or we... Yeah, 
so, so this is basically, I just wanted to, to show you, you know, I've been talking about that you can create these journey maps in, in, in hours, right? And, um, and, and this one is actually, I just want to show you a video with how fast you can actually build a customer uh, journey map. Um, I'm just, the traffic lights that you have up here at, at the top, I actually, you know, if my client is ranking uh, in the top three in Google, I will, I will mark it as uh, green. If they're ranking on the rest of page one, they're marked as yellow. And if they're ranked uh, with red, then they're outside page one. You know, they, it, they, they might not even cover that intent, right? Um, and this is just, this is in Danish. I'm sorry about that. It's, uh, it's for sleeping bags. And, uh, and, and, uh, and the, the size of the circle is showing the, the search volume. So let me just show you how, how quickly you can build a map. Um, so so what, I've, what I've done here is actually I've, I've recorded my, uh, my process and, um, and, and, then, and then I've just did this, you know, I did this quick time. Uh, so this is, this is just, it's me working on the customer journey map using I'm using different tools and I'm just going directly into PowerPoint, grouping them, uh, making bubbles smaller, bigger, and adding more uh, search volume. Um, but this is actually just, you know, I'm, I'm just doing this simple journey map, right? So so it's uh, it's finished in a moment, come out. <laughs> so this is my process. This is right now I've actually mapped everything there is regarding sleeping bags from the early searches for sleeping bag to to brand searches to uh, questions about you know how to wash your sleeping bag when when you have one right so um, and there you can see you you know the uh, the customer is quite dominant here they have a lot of green uh, bubbles but there there are definitely also some weak spots right so 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 that's of course what I would what I would um, talk to them about but it's just you know it takes forty minutes this process when you are skilled <laughs> at it right. And if you're not skilled, uh, then it will probably take a couple of hours. Um, but 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 it's it's still in, it, it's a lot of data that you actually get. It's a lot of data that you actually get in a very short time, um, and it's data. It's hard data which can actually support uh, UX if they're talking about you know how how should we structure a website. It's hard data to understand for the rest of marketing. You know what what should we focus on. And I mean, this is really, this is really insightful, uh, very quickly, and it beats uh, gut feeling. So, but, but I mean, back to your, back to your point, uh, what, what I'm doing here is actually when I, I will present this journey map of sleeping bags to my client. And, and what they're going to do is actually, they're actually going to evaluate are all these intents relevant for us. You know, I mean, are there some of these, which is just it, they just uh, they don't fit with our USPs. They're not, you know, if, if you are an, if you are an exclusive brand of sleeping bags, and uh, you don't want to rank for cheap sleeping bags, right? So so that's what we exclude from the from the final uh, journey map. Uh, but when they have confirmed this, then basically it's about breaking it, you know, creating a content map which which matches their website, uh, breaking it into tasks that they have to run with and. And then the next thing I'm actually doing is when I when I go back and report three months, six months, 12 months after, it depends on, you know, how good are they at executing, you know, I can actually show them an, an updated customer journey map where the colors are different because they're hopefully more green colors than 
than in the in the initial one, uh, and that's that's so powerful uh, because this is actually something that that uh, that can actually be communicated to all the uh, the stakeholders as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes you have an, an internal uh, person responsible for SEO who has to present two slides to to C level um, uh, from SEO, and and you know, C level they don't care about rankings, they don't understand it uh, very much, uh, and it's it's what you can do instead is talking about uh, you know share voice, right? Share traffic, and this is what this is what customer journey mapping is doing. Uh, with a with a with a glimpse of eyes show, showing that before we had only these green bubbles, now we're actually a much bigger part of the of the real estate at, at the top of Google. And the, so, uh, sorry, I, I just had a thought, Christopher. And now, when you have um, this view um, and you've gone to the next stage, like you said, to start creating some content and driving where you want to be. You're a luxury sleeping bag. You don't want to be the highest ranking on cheap sleeping bag. And in that example, um, it's not going to be overnight changes, is it, Christopher? So, you know, you've got content being made. What would a typical project like this actually go on for? Could it just be a, a, a couple of months with the execution and content to start seeing the changes happen on Google nowadays? Or has Google got really, really smart there? It's got become a longer period to start seeing changes and results. Mm. I mean, I mean, Google are you know, Google are live updating today. Um, when you were back in the, at the time that you uh, ranked websites in in two thousand four, it was actually then then they had the Google Dance, or maybe it was a little bit before, but actually that's where they you know they updated their index. Uh, I can't remember if it was every month, right? So you could be number one for one month, and then suddenly you were not in the index for the next month. Um, so, so, so it can be very. It, it, you can have a you can have a great impact really quickly. I mean, it all depends on how good are you at executing, right? I mean, a, a good analysis is not enough. It's also about setting the right team and make sure that you execute on the, on the tasks. And and perhaps if I presented this to a client, there would probably be. You know, we have to uh, update uh, 15 URLs, existing URLs. We have to create 10 new uh, new pages around the topic. Uh, we have to uh, maybe repurpose some some pages as well, uh, and that's on the content side. Then you know, it of course also matters if if your technical part is is good, if if your link building is good. But I still. You know, if, if those things are in place, you can you can really see some impactful results uh, quite quickly. Uh, it, it it really depends on execution. It depends on uh, uh, some other factors like tech uh, and authority. But but I've seen you know I, I've seen I've seen pages rank uh, within days or, or keywords ranking within days. Uh, it all depends on the competition and how great you are. Um, you know sometimes. Sometimes the question is, is is all about what is it that we call it on our website and what are people actually searching for uh, on Google, right? You know, that that could be the little difference of of, of ranking, ranking better on a on a on a on a main term. How much would a partner like impact extend help if we're talking to um, a, 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 an organization that is just starting to look at customer journey mapping? Um, how would working with a partner like Impact Extend help them on that? You know, um, mm. 
away yeah. from costs and everything, more about the value. What value would it be to work with a third party, Christopher? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can say that 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 we are uh, we want to be we want to be a strategic partner for for businesses, uh, helping them helping them to to create internal teams to lift uh, to lift this to understand you know, to get the knowledge of SEO in house. This is of course also a big trend that we're seeing in the market that 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 skills are moved in house or that's really what companies want to do, right? Um, so this is also my mission to make sure that, that that companies themselves can do can do the execution part and they understand what to do. But it's of course also a process. So the transformation from 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 is, is not just from day to day. So what we're actually doing is actually we we give them the right plan, and if and if we also have to execute, that's also what we're going to do. But uh, but you know, as you know. You know, the best at writing content is yourself, right? It's uh, the best content is the, the content which is closest to the heart. So, so I would really that the content part should really be something that 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 the company itself embraces, or, or they need some really skilled copywriters in the industry to to do it. Um, but we are, you know, if if you if you talk about a project like uh, like campaign, for instance, we are actually, you know, we are actually creating the tasks for them to do, uh, and we have. We have gone in, in 12 months, we've gone from them not having a team to today they're executing in nine different markets with local teams and local teams which are actually getting educated on SEO all the time. Uh, you know, uh, less, and less, less and less I have to tell them how to do tasks. And they've also, four months ago, they actually hired an, an internal SEO manager, which just makes the process much more smooth, which, which, which lifts my what I have to do on a more strategic level uh, for them to succeed. So, um, so that one is a, you know, I think that that's like a prime example of how I would like to, to see it, right? That you actually, you start with, you have no, you have no internal SEO strategy or resources today, but in 12 months from now, you have a team and you have a plan and uh, you have results. Uh, that's, that's really what I want to see in the market. Um, and I know that, you know, we are against performance agencies. Performance agencies, the way they make money is actually to do the job for the clients. You know, do the content, do the link building, do the tech and whatever. So, so we are positioned a little bit different than uh, than, than than the performance uh, agencies. So, from a, a, a you know a customer journey perspective, just on the final kind of point. So, you know, mm -hmm. we as an organization, if we are that type of company, we'll stick to that last persona you dropped. Um, you know, we don't have an internal team or the resources to look at it right now, and it's important. Um, mm -hmm. We do some brainstorming, then we go um, to Google, um, you know, to start looking and really understanding, can we help along the customer journey? We've done that bit, and we've also done the follow-up now and done some execution um, mm -hmm. and made a clear plan, make sure we're pro propositioned rightly. Mm -hmm. um, SEO manager comes in now, Still got some third-party consultancy. Is that the end of the story? Do you see it that you know um, you can say the main part is done, and now we can go and look at some peripheral stuff, or what else would be important that is outside, mm. indirectly related to this, Christopher? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, SEO is is. I mean, if you are going to win, uh, let's let's say that 
the, the journey map, the journey model we looked at before the example I gave you for your business. I mean, I think there will always be some uh, some content gaps. There will also there will always come new data in, and uh, you know, if you look at your user from five years ago to today, there's probably a lot of new intents that they want to cover on on, on Google, right? That's I think in most industries that's uh, that's the norm. So so you really have to make sure that. You are you are topic. You have a you're building a, a topic authority around your around your subjects, but you also you always have to revisit to see if there's some new data coming in that you should build uh, build content around. And of course, just looking into Google Search Console, you can actually see okay, we have a lot of impressions for this topic, but we don't have or this keyword or intent, but we're actually not covering it, covering it in our in our article. Um, so there's always some revisiting to be to be done um, but what I what I like is actually saying um, you know let's 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 work at SEO in sprints so we we cover this area we cover this customer journey mapping for for sleeping bags in in this period uh, and in the next period we have we might have uh, rain jackets or whatever the company is offering and we work on another sprint uh, there so um, I think that's. I think it's the most satisfying way to work with SEO. I think it's also the best way because it it takes into account the strategy that you have for your for your for your company, of what are you aiming at, what are you focusing on in this quarter or, or or H two or on next week, right? Yeah. Well, I I, I I've definitely got a, a different view of how to visualize your know, our our side of it. So mm. uh, my my kind of it would be for yourself um is there any other points that we haven't seen in the slides that you'd have to highlight like in terms of um just seo in general and mm. yeah but just any other expertise that you want to share with our listeners christopher really well i think it, one one thing uh, i would like to point out is that you know we all love to work with the topic clusters right so saying okay we have we have a pillar page, which is our money page, and then we have all the pages, all the supporting pages around it in order to rank. Um, and topic clusters is a great model to, to work with. Um, but actually the difference between a topic cluster and a customer journey is that in a customer journey, you will also work with very early uh, queries, what I call the symptom searches. So these are actually people searching for something where they don't know that it's actually segmentation, which is the challenge. I mean, these queries can be, you can really get a lot of traffic here and there's a low, very low competition. And then there's also the post-purchase part, the support queries, as I call them, where actually users have questions about the product in itself. That's also, that's where you can actually reduce time from your, from your customer support because you have a, a very explanatory FAQ about it. Um, so I think that's that's just you know work with topic. If you're already working with topic clusters, just bear in mind that you're actually only covering usually uh, the the messy middle of of a customer journey, not the very early part and not the later stage. Um, so that's I think that's that's just my you know I can talk about SEO all day, come out, but <laughs> but I think that's a, it would probably bore the listeners. Oh, it's been a, for today, but it's been very interesting, and we really appreciate your time. We've definitely learned a lot more about 
uh, customer journey mapping and taking data, leveraging it, the importance of Google. So like I say, it's a very expansive topic. We will be sharing um, your link with our listeners. So if anybody um, is interested to get in touch with Christopher and learn more, um, there's lots of articles and uh, movements that he's making around this space. Um, so Christopher, thank you very much for your time today. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, Gamal. Thank you for the, the invitation. It was, a, it was great fun to be here. Thank you very much again. Thank you for everyone listening, and we look forward to you for the next episode. Yeah, thank you.